0: What's up, Bayfica Nation? Welcome to the third edition of. Liga 3 and English here on the Mr. Befica podcast feed. I'm your host, the Mr. Mike Agostinho, and it's time to talk about another weekend of action-packed uh, results in the Liga 3 in the Portuguese third division, as it's known, the Liga 3 or the Liga 3, and it was another week with with results and another week where with some shockers. And we got we got some great individual performances again. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about it with you over the next twenty minutes or so. As I've just come off of my shift at work, just clocked out right now, as well as uh, just finished up Portugal and Italy in the World Hot Rink Hockey Championships, the second match or the second game of the of the group stage. In Buenos Aires Ar- and in San-, San Juan, Argentina, it's actually in San Juan. Um, Portugal tying Italy 2-2, which is a surprising result a little bit for the world champions. But there's still another group stage game to play tomorrow. And um, then it starts for real, uh, you know, when we, we get into the big ones with the Spains and the Argentinas all of the world especially with the tournament being in Argentina. But this is Liga Trish in English, so let's talk about football. Let's talk about the Liga Trish. And um, again, like I said, performances galore this week in the Liga Trish, and there were some shockers. So uh, the tables have have had some shuffling, as you can expect in this division. One of the great things about this division is if you have a couple good matches in a row, a, a good string of results, you can either fly up the table quickly, or you can completely plummet down it quickly. we got a new leader in the north. We uh, see a leader hold firm in the south. And we've got, we had a battle of titans in the south, if you will, and uh, also in the north. That was also a big game. So... Let's let's get started. Why don't we hear? This was round number 8 of the Liga 3, and it got kicked off on Friday, November the 4th. We'll start up north. Peridz hosting San Juanes. And it it is the home side Peridz taking the 3-2 win at home. Goals from Andrezinho, Eric, and Correa. While San Juanes got two goals from Joel Silva. The first of them from the penalty spot in the 38th minute. However, San Juanense's Pedro Araujo would be sent off in the 44th minute. Forcing the side from San Juan de Madeira to play uh, with 10 men in the second half. Uh, they would fall behind. They were going to halftime drawn 1-1 after Eric scored in the 50th minute. Making it 2-1 to Paredes. Joel Silva again equalized for the second time in the 68th minute. But in the 79th, it was won by Pedro Correa. And it is three points to Parij. Still on Friday, to mean you we go. It is Vila Verdens, better or better yet, Lunk Vila Verdens FC, as they're now officially known, hosting Sport Club São João Verde and this one was a share of the spoils to each as uh, the two teams cancel each other out. San Juan Verde would take the lead in the 27th minute by the foot of Ruben Silvestre, but in the 67th minute in the second half, the Minu side, Vila Verdez, would pull one back. Yannick Semedo would make it 1-1. That's how it finishes in v- Vila Verde. Uh, a share of the spoils, a point to each. One of the favorites in the north section. Of course, I'm talking about Verzin Sport Club, already well-known all around the country for eliminating Sporting Club Portugal from the Portuguese Cup. And Tiago Magarido's side would go into a home match, returning to their home stadium after having to play so many matches in borrowed stadiums in, due to construction and due to upgrades to the stadium. But finally, they're at home in their stadium. They're playing against... Vitoria Guimarães B, and they are looking to go back top of the table in the north, and they got a good start Uh, just before halftime, 45th minute plus four. It's João Feria. He would notch the go-ahead goal just before halftime, as we said, going into the halftime uh, team talk with a 1-0 lead. The uh, the match, the two teams would battle each other out, you know, play each other somewhat evenly here. Um, and nothing else would happen on the scoreline, but or at least not until a little bit later in the match. We're looking at the 90th plus six. And that's when uh, Guimarães B's Nicolas Thier would bring down the Verzin player in the in the area. He would see his second yellow card and be given his marching orders in the 90th plus six, and, and still in the 90th plus six, it's a penalty to the home side. Joãozinho steps up for Verzi and he converts 2-0 to the side from the Pauva, and they would take all three points and then wait and see. Um, they waited for the result from Villa Verde, which we just went over, uh when they learned that Vila Verdes had drawn Verzin learned that they had gone back top of the table. Now in Ribatejo, it's Alverca hosting Oliveira do Hospital and the two sides come in, both looking for both looking to get back on some winning ways. Neither team really in all that good of form. Alverca is unbeaten in five before those were draws while uh, Oliveira do, do Hospital had three losses in their last five. They come in, and in the 33rd minute, it's the home side, Alverca, taking the lead by way of Ricardo Rodriguez. They would take that to halftime. But in the second half, shortly thereafter, the 50th minute, Oliveira dos Pitals, Miguel Rodriguez, same last name, no relation, I presume, uh, would pull the side from the quimba District level. It would be one to one, and that's how it would finish in the land of bulls and in the land of horses uh, in Ribatejo, It would be one-one, a point to each. We move to Saturday now. And we go back up north for a a neighborly matchup, if you will. Two two sides not far from each other geographically. It's Faf hosting on a And this one would come down to the wire. Um, there would be some fireworks at the end as well. But five minutes into the match, Pedro Ribeiro puts Faf ahead. One nil. They would take that one nil lead to the to the halftime uh break. And from there you would get a pretty even second half. And in the eightieth minute, however, the side from the Aveiro district, Anadia. Would pull level by way of Fausto Lorenzo, but it would be short-lived. In the 84th minute, a penalty given to Faf and Jorge George Miguel, excuse me, makes no mistake of it. He converts. Faf take the lead two to one. There would be a sour note for them as Patrón Correa. their player, would be would see a direct red card in the 90th plus five, but. Faf will take all five all three points, excuse me, in this one. And um, look forward to the next match. We travel a little bit back down south to the university city. We I'm talking, of course, about Quimbra and the students looking for their first victory of the season. They welcome the Sadinus from the Margin Sul from Stubal. And they would Get a surprise result here as Academica 3-0 winners over Vitoria Stubal in a matchup that uh, saw each team have a player sent off. Udu was sent off for Academica in the 19th, while Vitoria Stubal saw Adama Francois uh, giving his marching orders in the 30th. Students would take the lead in the 19th, however. Benny Silvano, I've said that name before, remember that name, he opens the, the score sheet in the 15th. Like we said, in the 39th, Diogo Kosta. No, not that one. A different one. But it is Diogo Kosta for the students, making it 2-0 in the University City. And the three points would be sealed up when Vasco Gomes made it 3-0 to Academica in the 82nd minute. Finally, a victory for the historic club. Final, actually, a real A battle between two historic clubs. Two winners of the Portuguese Cup. Two winners of the Portuguese Cup this century, even. So, um, big, big three points for Academica as they try to turn things around. uh, Because they do not want to be relegated again this season. At the very least, they want to stay in this Liga 3. Stubal fall off the the, the pack of leaders a little bit here with this result. Those are Saturday's results. The rest of the matches um, taking place on Sunday, we we head to the the aforementioned Margin Sul to Amora. Amora hosting the Azorian side Fontinhas in the early match of the day. And it would be the home side Amora taking three points and inserting themselves into the promotion talk, into the, uh, promotion playoff talk if you will because you can't win the league in this phase you can only advance to the next phase to the promotion phase but Amora putting themselves in good situation here 43rd minute it's Xhaka finding the back of the net putting the Stubal district side in the lead and that would carry to halftime on the other side of halftime really only four minutes of play playing time later but You know, two minutes before halftime, two minutes after halftime, are where these goals come. Caleb Santos of Amora makes it 2 0. That would be the final result for this one. Three points to Amora, and they announce themselves into the race for the promotion places. Back up north now, it is back to Minu in the Primeiro de Mayo. It's Braga B hosting Felgades. And this one would be well contested in the 16th minute. It would be the visitors. Felgatis, 1932, taking the lead. João Santos with the goal. In the 77th minute, we would see a a second yellow card to Felgatis' Samuel Osei-Kufor bringing the side from Felgatis down to 10 men. And they would pay the price for that one minute later. 78th minute, Pedro Santos of Braga B equalizes and the two sides finish level, a point to each, as Braga B and Felgadish finish 1-1. Canelage hosting Montalegre, still in the north. This one I got, I I saw a bit of uh, Montalegre playing well, looking like they were going to get off out of the bottom of the of the north section as well. They they were fought hard. They took the lead on the road in the 82nd minute by way of DD. And you thought the Montanús were going to get all three points, but in the 90th plus four, funny, considering who this club is associated with, it should be no surprise to anyone in Bifika Nation that Canellas is awarded a penalty kick in the 90th plus four. Jefferson steps up, and Jefferson converts. 1-1, that's how it finishes in Canellas. The home side rescue a point late the big game of the weekend, and it's not because it's my club, it's because it's first versus second in the South. We head to the historic Stadio do Gastilo. Bulananse is hosting Gallish. And this was this was uh this was actually um there was a tweet posted and I forget who posted it, but This was actually the eighth most attended match in all of Portugal last weekend. There was another match in the Liga Three that was attended by even more people, but um, just—it's not a big number to be honest. It's good for the Liga Three, not a good number that it's the eighth most attended match in Portugal last weekend. Just shy of four thousand fans, just under four, about three thousand nine hundred and so made the trip. Uh, A large portion of them from. College de Ginya to support the the side from the Oesh to the side from the Queens City. And it was a it was a good it was a festive atmosphere, lots of fair play, lots of sportsmanship shown by both sides, and that is part of Liga three. The sportsmanship is a big thing about it. They have the Pudu football rankings and I'll probably get into that in future episodes. Not gonna do it tonight. But um uh, yeah, they, they grade teams on everything from red and yellow cards to the behavior of, of supporters to the sportsmanship of managers and of players. And again, fair play all around in the Liga 3. There's none of the off the off the pitch nonsense you see sometimes in the first division in the Liga Portugal. And uh these two teams went at it they went they went at it i i talk about fair play but but there was uh the referee was busy in this one and in the 37th minute it was colleges goalkeeper luis paulo taking down a bolennes striker referee points to the spot flavinho steps up and flavinho converts the penalty for and it's 1-0 to the side from Beline, and that would go to halftime. But just before halftime, Boulinense's defender, João Souza, would pick up his second yellow card in the first half. Boulinense reduced to 10 men just before halftime. This would change the course of the match. All college in the second half, they really uh, controlled the play. In the 53rd minute, they would find the equalizer. It would be, uh, the ball would come out to the left. It'd be crossed to the far post. Leandro Borges would head it across the face of goal and, and meeting the ball at the, at the far post and hammering it home would be the teenager Miguel for the Alvinegros in college, pull level in the 53rd. They would push forward, try to get the three points, try to keep their good form, um, they would manage to to preserve their unbeaten record, but unable to get a winner. And in the final seconds, Pedro Martelo was shown a straight red card for a an ugly foul. And Bulnes actually finished this match with nine players after I talked about all the fair play and all of the sportsmanship. Uh, Bulnes ended up finishing this match with nine players. And it's 1-1, a point to each. Caldas stay top of the division in the south and Belenish stay second for the time being 1-1 like we said moving across uh across the Rio Tejo and we we go to Real Masama they're hosting Monte the, the Algarve side and it is the Algarvios who traveled to the zone of to the region of the capital and in the 71st minute Eba Viegas would score for Moncarpa Chins And a surprise win for the basement dwellers from the Algarve. It finishes Real nil. Moncarpa one, And then the match with the highest attendance in Liga 3 this weekend. And the fifth highest attendance in Portugal this weekend. Not a good sign for the first and second division. About 5,600 people in the... In the Magallanes Pessoa in Laidia to see Union Ladia take on Sparting B. And the Little Lions would come in. They would try to impose their game. But in the end, uh, the Lady side just a little bit too strong. As Union would go ahead in the 54th minute by where by way of Jaid Silva. Union Lady won Sporting B. Nil. That's how this one would finish in Laidia. So we look now at the table, and in the north, it is Verzin leading once again, as we said, leapfrogging Villa-Verdins and taking back first place. 17 points from eight matches, one better than Villa-Verdins. Villa-Verdins does, however, have a better goal difference by two goals. Third place, three points back of villa Verdes. so 13 points. It's saint uh in third Four off the leaders at the moment. And Felgades round out the promotion spots for now with 13 points in fourth place. Fifth belongs to Anadio with 11 points. Also on 11 points, Faf, Canelage, and Saint Joan Ver. With 10 points in ninth place, Bragabi. Eight points in 10th in place is Parej. 11th place belongs to the other. B side, the other Minotus side, Vittoria Guimarães. They've got only four points right now um, through eight matches. They're in 11th and in 12th. They were almost out of, I think they were, they were so close to getting out of the basement. They would have gone up a spot, but it is Montalegre right now in 12th place with just two points from eight matches in the South. I already mentioned college stay top of the group or top of the division uh they've got 16 points from 8 matches four wins four draws still unbeaten and still along with Vilordens the only uh, unbeaten sides in the Liga 3 Bulinish are three back of Kaldish with 13 points and then Amora as i said announced their arrival they move into third place and with a match in hand also on 13 points just like Bulinish so if they win that match in hand they can they can equal Kaldish in fourth right now is Union Ladia also on 13 points so 16 points for first and the next three with 13 those are the promotion spots right now as we speak fifth place belongs to the Lions from Alkushit Sporting B they've got 12 points Vitoria Stubal fall to sixth they've got 11 Alverca in seventh place with 10 points 10 points also for Fontinish Moncar moves up to ninth with their big win on the road, and uh, Moncar Pachins has 9 points, like I said, they're in ninth place. Oliveira do Hospital, 10th with 7 points. Academica, out of the basement, like I said, they are all the way up to 11th now. When I say all the way up, they are off the bottom. They've got 6 points. Real Massama drops into last place. Uh, looking at next week's fixtures now, As I just lost it there. Looking at next week's fixtures, I have them here. We've got, let's see, we're going to round number nine next week. So we get started on the 12th of November, which is on Saturday. There are no Friday matches this week, of course, because there is cup action. I'll talk about that in just a minute. We got cup action this week as well. Um, in the Portuguese Cup, we got Liga 3 representing it in the, in the Portuguese Cup. But on Saturday, Verzi host Vila Verdense in the match of the week, no doubt. First versus second in the north. Vitoria Guimarães B will host Anadia. Fontinhas host Union Leiria, so the fourth place Union Leiria off their win over Sporting B. Now travel to the islands to take on Fontinhas uh, Oliveira do Hospital hosts Sporting B uh, as they have another road match. São João Verde will host Canelas, and Montalegre will host Paredes on Sunday. Caldas hosts Amora in first versus third, another big match in the south as well. That's probably Sunday's match of the day. Vitória Stubal hosting Real in a local derby. São João is hosting Bra- Braga B. Moncarpa Sanchez welcome Bolenese to the Algarve uh, Alverca hosting academica and Felgueiras hosting Faf those are the matches next week in the Liga 3 let's look at the leaders as far as scoring is concerned Zequinha still leads the way the 35 year old portuguese forward for Union sorry for Vitoria Stubal. he leads with 8 goals Amores Paulo Marcelo has five. He's second. And then Joel uh, Joel Silva, Gonçalo Gregorio, Ed Mielsen all have four. So Joel Silva, we talked about him. He had two this weekend for San Juanes. Gonçalo Gregorio plays for Union Lady. He's got four as well, like we said. And Vila Verdes' Brazilian striker Ed Mielsen has four. Those are the top scorers. Next, you have a list of six with three goals each, so I'll read those off quickly. Ruben Silvestre of São João Verde, Leo Cave of São João Verde, Sergio Ribeiro of Union Leiria, Pierre Boncat of Fontinhas, Xavi uh, Fernandes of Bolonenses, and Gustavo Souza of Verzin as well. Oh, and there's a few more. I miscounted. There's even more guys with three goals there. Uh, Flavinho of Bulanes, Welton of Felgades, Bahu Bahumbula of Vitória B, and Tuga of Caldas, all with three goals. Okay, let's talk Taça de Portugal real quick before we call it another edition. And next week I will recap some of these matches in the Taça de Portugal. Um, one of them has already, two of these matches have already taken place. So I will, I'll give you these results. These happened today. Lunk Vila Verdes win 7-0 in the fourth round of the Portuguese Cup today, beating fellow Liga 3 side Oliveira Hospital Yes, that's right. 7-0 goals in this one. Yannick Semedo with two. Bruno Silva, Laercio, Edmilson Filho. Uh, Ansu Fati had a penalty. No, not that Ansufati. Fati. <laughs> uh, and Te- Teixeira Gonçalo also added one. 7 and nil to the Minyu side at home. They advanced to round five. Uh, also a Liga 3, all Liga 3 matchup. It's the leaders of the north. Verzini hosting San Juan Vir in their remodeled stadium. And a fantastic goal by Ivan Kivira. The Spaniard, uh, I think he's Spanish. He he speaks Spanish. I shouldn't say the Spaniard. I shouldn't assume he's from he's from Spain. But he was speaking Spanish in the post game uh, flash interview. And I apologize. I don't have the correct his his nationality at the moment. But he scored a great goal, uh, putting Verzi through to the fifth round. One nil was the result of that one. Tomorrow, uh, or today, by the time you listen to it, we've got Vitorio Stubal traveling to Peru Pinheiro. We've got São Joãoense traveling to the Azores to take on Cabo Peixe. And that's what we got for uh, Liga 3 sides left in the competition. But we've also got some other lower league sides I want to shout. Uh, Campeonato Portugal, represented by Camacha, the, the Madeira side travels to Academic TvZo. Uh, we have Dumiens traveling to Famalicão. we We've got Pedivain of the. Campeonat facing a, fel- a fellow CNS uh, side Beta Mad, another one of the former giants. Gaya is playing one of the hot teams in the first division. They're traveling to the capital to take on Kazapia, and then later in the week Mashiku will host. Will travel, sorry, to wherever Bissad is playing their home games right now. I can't believe they're still around. So um, I'll have a full recap of the round in the the Portuguese Cup um, for all the results on Mr. Benfica uh, later this week. But this coming weekend when I recap, or next week I should say, when I recap round nine of the Liga 3, I will also recap uh, these Cup matches and perhaps we'll even have uh, a fifth-round draw by then. But that's going to do it for this one. Went a little longer than usual. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, Remember, support your local clubs. Uh, We all have a hometown. Support the club from your hometown. Whether they're in the Liga 3, the CNS, the Distrital, wherever they play their football, try to support the club. Get on their social media. Make yourself known. Support the players. Support the the manager. Support the board. It is not easy to run these clubs. It is very, very difficult. Um, The fact that this many clubs exist and even thrive in the lower leagues of Portugal is amazing to me um having spent you know time in my career in the lower leagues here in the united states i know how hard it is to to run a club when you don't have the kind of income you need to get the kind of players you need but these clubs do a great job and this liga 3 is a very very good league it's the best thing like i said that the portuguese federation has done along with launching Canalons in recent time. Alright, that's going to do it. This is the Mr. Mike Agostinho. I'll be back tomorrow with uh, Mr. Benfica. I'm going to be recapping. I think I'm going to be recapping the women's victory over Sporting at the weekend first, and then the next day I'll recap the the double round, if you will. The League and Cup double matches against Istoril. Um, that, that match, obviously, the Cup one kicks off Wednesday night. It's a three four. It's a sorry eight forty five p.m. kickoff time in Isturil. Uh, three forty five p.m. my time. Uh, now that daylight savings has ended for me as well. So I uh, hope everyone enjoyed this, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Mister Benfica. And enjoy your football this week. There's plenty of tasa to watch, and we're heading into the final weekend of Liga Portugal before it breaks for the world cup but you know what Liga 3 will play right through the world cup so I will continue to bring you the results every week from the Liga 3 this is the Mr. Mike Gustinho. follow me on Twitter at Mike Agustino that's at M-I-K-E-A-G-O-S-T-I-N-H-O and follow the show at Benfica Mr. on Twitter as well or on Instagram at Mr. Benfica I'll catch you next time here um Signing off. Enjoy your football this week. There's plenty of it. And Craig Benfica.